Welcome to the Ike Badgers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and Badgers fans, we have a special episode because today we are joined by Super Bowl champion Leo Chanel for the Kansas City Chiefs former Badgers linebacker. He had six tackles and a sack in the Super Bowl epic performance and he shares his story never before heard this is one of our best interviews ever let's get into the program thank Welcome you for tuning back in to another episode of the ike badgers podcast my name is alex eichstead i'm your host and badgers fans we have a very very special episode because today we are joined by super bowl champion leo chanel he is back on the podcast it's going to be special leo welcome to the show how are you doing Hey, thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Feeling great. Um, you know, ready to talk with you guys. We are super excited for you to, you know, share your story of the Super Bowl and your rookie season. And we are also joined today, Badgers fans, by my co-host, KJ. KJ, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Badgers fans listening everywhere. We're really excited to give you a great show today. I know, uh, you know, we talked to Leo over a year ago and, it's just crazy because one of the things that stood out to me is when you were a kid, um, you were talking about how you wanted to be an NFL player, and people laughed at you, and then we were talking about how you were going into the draft, and then now you were sitting here with the Super Bowl champion. So it's it's really special. It's just inspiration for us all, and I'm really excited to have a great show today. So thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Cage, we're pumped to have you with us as well. Badgers fans, we're going to get right to it. Leo, congratulations on becoming a Super Bowl champ. How does it feel? Hey, thank you so much. Uh, feels feels amazing. Um, you know, to cap off a season, you know, with a win, and you know, the most important win, you know, you can have yeah. as a football player. Um, you know, it feels really great. Yeah. Um, so, so Leo, not only are you a champion, but you had a really big impact on the game. So, I guess, like, kind of two part questions: did you did you think you were going to play as much as you did? And furthermore, did you think you were going to make the impact that you did? You know, six tackles, a sack. I know that one play in coverage. We'll get to in a sec. But yeah, did you think you were going to play as much as you did and make that impact? Um, you know, in terms of playing time, um, you know, going into the games, I really, I really don't know how it's going to go, you know, what personnel they're going to, you know, use exactly, um, you know, how often you get, you have an idea, but, you know, I thought it was somewhere in that, you know, the 15 to 30 rep range. Um, but you know, the impact I had, you know, all week, I was just trying to do my best, um, kind of like any other week, but you know, you get more time to prepare for the Super Bowl. So just like envisioning myself, like every snap taking like every detail and then using those snaps and practice to go back and watch them and just taking that extra like focus and mentality and just building up that confidence, telling yourself like, okay, you're going to make this play. Like when it, when it happens, you're going to make it. Um, so I definitely, you know, spend a little more time, like, you know, envisioning that, having that like mental, mental preparation for sure. Um, yeah. And it came into fruition. I mean, that was so epic, man. And then I just got to ask, what was the halftime talk like, right? Did like Andy Reid give a speech? Did Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, can you uh, take us into the locker room? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so it was a longer halftime, you know, cause all of the Super Bowl um, stuff. So, um, you know, you gotta like take little breaks, get up, stretch around, you gotta eat. But, um, you know, during halftime, 
Um, I would say it was a little different on on the offense and defense side of, like side of things because we were kind of separated into like two two like rooms like connected rooms. Um, you know the offense like Travis and Patrick were you know really getting on guys like fiery vocally. Um, you know which is great. Um, on the defense we kind of took a, like a different approach. Um, you know we were like okay you know we we got this like no need to like you know freak out or like you know we don't need to show that we're like huge and vocal about anything like we understand what we need to do. We saw what they they um, you know what they showed us so um, you know we were just all calm on the other side and then you know waiting until like we were approaching to get back on the field to start like amping it back up in terms of vocality and stuff like that but you know you got guys like Willie you know I'm doing my best job you know to bring that physical energy and that vocality to the team as well man that's so cool that is interesting how it's like a, a little longer halftime and you guys obviously have some great leadership over there and and it's like no matter what kind of adversity you're facing, which you, there was definitely adversity, and, and there probably isn't every single Super Bowl that's ever existed. Um, you know, you got guys like Patrick Mahomes, you got guys like Chris Jones, you got guys like yourself, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, like Eric Bieniemy. Um, you guys have some great just hope, no matter what the circumstances with with that squad. And so, tell us about that play where you were in coverage and you nearly broke up the pass. I, I remember I saw you. You got up. You like smacked your hands in frustration. Uh, it was elite coverage. It was completed anyways, but like I don't think you could have possibly played any better coverage. It was just a great throw and catch. And I know that going into the draft, I really respected how uh, you know everyone talks about strengths and weaknesses. Like we knew you could ball. Play, PFF rated you super high. You, your on-field production spoke for itself, but you were vulnerable in the sense you're like, hey, I, I do feel like I need to get better in pass protection or excuse me, pass coverage. And that was one of those those plays where I thought you did really well, but they just completed it. Like, could you talk us through that play? Yeah, so um, I, I, I was a flat player side, outside leverage on two. Um, you know, it was in, like an RPO type deal or, you know, play action. And, you know, I stepped down the line of scrimmage because I also got to, like, you know, defend the quarterback run if he keeps it. So I stepped down and I felt the tight end release behind me. And that was my coverage going to the flat. So I felt him and I'm like, oh, crap, I got to get on my horse because, you know, I'm done with, you know, yeah. caring about the quarterback run. I got to I got to get yeah. to my guy. So I started running, trying to cut off like at a at a good angle to be like not just match it, but just take away the pass. And and honestly, I I felt like I should have had a had a pick there. That was kind of why I was more frustrated than anything because you know that that just okay. shows like how I need to continue to progress and get better as a football player. Because if you get your head around there, that's that should be a pick, possibly a pick six, which you know is a huge um, pivotal play. Um, but you know, I just. I just did my best to try to, you know, <laughs> use my speed to catch up to the tight end and, uh, you know, just try to break it up, you know, by not turning around. And it, it didn't work out for me. But, you know, in the future, you know, just like approaching the off season and stuff like that, I'll definitely be working on some more specific drills on, you know, what I messed up on in season. For example, like getting my head around once I have the angle, stuff like that. In the future, that's going to be a house call, man. Uh, that's super cool. Thanks for sharing. But what moment in the game did you kind of think to yourself, hey, this is real. You know, the, the clock's winding down. It looks like the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, can you just describe when you kind of had that realization and maybe what it was like on the sideline in the huddle between plays as the clock was kind of going towards zero? Um. Yeah, I mean, I was... I was definitely feeling it like all the way up until the end. Like even that last kickoff after um, Harrison kicked the field goal, three seconds left, or you know however many seconds were left, 
um you know i was still i was still like okay we i need to hey, i'm a special teams player i need to go down and kick like it, it ain't over yet um so <laughs> and then i went on to the the last play um as like a kind of like a prevent type deal but um you know i wasn't really like okay this is over like let's go celebrate i was like okay i want to just i want to run down a kickoff tackle this guy i want to do whatever i can like i wasn't I wasn't um, content or like at ease at all. So I was just ready to get it, you know, do my job and get the game over with and, you know, get that ring. A pro's pro, man, a pro's pro. Uh, so, so after you won, what what do you remember about those immediate moments? Like, was it all a blur? And as best you can, can you just describe like after that prevent play, after that final kickoff, like you just described, like, T- take us in the in the eyeballs of Leo Chanel and just like what you remember. Yeah, so once uh, the field goal went through, I'm like, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, <laughs> like I said, like I just got to run out and kick off. That's all that matters right now. And then, you know, after that that final defensive play, it was like it was like complete shock. Like I was just like I was literally looking around, like I'm like, like you know how you like scream and like. And like you know, you're supposed to be happy, but you're also in shock. You're like, oh yeah. my goodness. Like looking around, and I see my the teammates rushing the field, and I'm just like j- running up, jumping to anybody I see, like in celebration. And um, it's just complete shock, complete joy. And like, and I got to see my family, you know, after the game, and like take it in with them. And it was it was wow. surreal. Yeah, well, I was just going to ask about the family in the stands. Uh, can you, was the whole family there? Even like some of the relatives who who was there for you, Leo? Um, there actually wasn't, there wasn't too much. I'll definitely take a different approach, um, going forward, but, um, you know, if we happen to make it, um, again, but, um, yeah, I had like, I had, let's see, you know, like eight, eight immediate family members and then like some aunts and uncles, but, um, but yeah, they were there, they were supporting me. And then I had a few more that just came down to Arizona cause my mom's side of my family lives down there. So it was kind of nice um, to have that, but I definitely had the support. Wow. Yeah. So, so that that leads me to this question. We're brothers, Alex and I are brothers, and we have had the highest respect and appreciation for the bond that you've built with your brother, John. And, you know, we got to talk to him. That's how eventually we got to, to, to link up with you. Can you tell us about that first conversation with John after the game? <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, we get uh, I thought I think we had yeah three three on field passes and uh, we had two for the previous a- AFC championship for like, you know, when we win and if we win, whatever. Um, and I chose him every time out of all my siblings. Nice. Cause you know, we have that, we have that bond. We have that connection. Like he's, he's always the, always the brother I looked up to in life. And, you know, we went through it all together and, um, you know, after that, like after the, we won the Super Bowl, like he's the first one to run up. Uh, my, my pregnant wife was waddling. No, not waddling, but she was walking on the field. <laughs> but my brother like, ran ahead of her and was like, dude, like, you did it like it's kind of like to me i looked at it as like okay like this is our accomplishment like everything we work towards everything we train together like i'm like dude like like this is us like we did this like we did this together bro like this is our accomplishment like like thank you so much for you know everything you've helped me with and i didn't say that all right there but (laughs) like you know that's how you felt he was a part of this um and it was just it was awesome Man, I just I got just, the chills. Yeah, I, I just, you too. <laughs> I'm just thinking about you know, my my younger brother and, and just like how hard, how proud I would be of him. And it's just that's truly like what life is all about. And, and like you said, you know, it's like the team effort and, and all those 
you know moments in the backyard or, or just you know before practice or after you're sore and stuff like that and just pushing each other and and all the stuff that no one has ever even heard about but that you guys know went into to leading to that moment that's just really special man thanks for sharing that uh al do you want to ask about a kind of a little uh lighter topic the next question yeah 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 so we'll uh we'll take it to the parade leo i think that's something that's always fun right uh, i think back to the bucks when they won the championship being at the parade seeing Giannis, seeing all those guys celebrate but during the chiefs parade you actually had this moment where you climbed up the side of the bus and everybody knew you were strong you were athletic but that clip was kind of funny kind of just show like how strong and athletic you actually were um, can you tell us about that moment and then uh, the ra- the reactions that followed after doing that? Yeah, so, like, uh, you know, like, after we, we got going on the buses and stuff, like, everybody started getting off. So, like, I got off the bus and, you know, I was having fun, you know, it was the parade. Like, you high, you're high-fiving fans and, you know, having, like, a few drinks, um, you know, just celebrating with the guys, you know, that you worked all season with. And, you know, I forgot in the moment, like, shoot. My wife is up on the bus still. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, <laughs> I had my fun. Now it's time to get back on. And you know, kind of like a little kid, it's like, okay, like you, you, you think in your mind, like, can I, can I do that? Like, am I, am I able to jump, like, jump and grab onto that and climb up that like parkour style? Like, I was just thinking in my head, like, okay, like, might as well try it. Like, now's the time to do something fun like that. I don't think anybody's gonna care. So I just, I just went forward and I was aiming for like the the railing um, to grab onto. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the ledge was right there. Earl Zoudman. <laughs> but uh, no, I definitely just, you know, was having fun. Well, Leo, one, uh, I used to have this place in Jerry Court in Madison. I'm not sure if you know where that is. It's kind of by like Smith Residence Hall across from Smith. And we had a balcony and I, I once did that myself, you know, not not as epic as climbing up the Super Bowl bus, but uh, definitely ha- have done that myself. So I could relate to you on that. Um, Kay, do you want to take the next oh, one? Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's hilarious. And, and it's it's just such so less of a hassle than like stopping the bus and getting back on it. Right. <laughs> um yeah, uh, it was it so, was stopped though for for anybody thinking it was moving it was stopped like i was I'm not oh. being, you know but uh <laughs> <laughs> you're not like you're not quite james bond or jason Bourne in that, in that <laughs> no, no, uh, not, not quite. oh man next time next time yeah. uh okay so, so let me t- can you tell talk us a little bit about like the what's the event schedule been like in the aftermath of you guys winning it all i imagine you know, it's one of those things where, like, your life changes forever. Uh, can you just talk about, like, what what it's been, like, the last week or two? Um, You know, it was basically, like, you know, we had exit interviews, um, you know, and then we had the parade. And, you know, that's that's basically it. Like, they gave us our schedule, like, what we need to know and do for the next, you know, couple months. You got OTAs coming up. But, you know, really, it's, like, complete, like, free time, just unwind, relax, like, a lot of the older guys, you know, I was just trying to get advice from, like, how do I approach this offseason? Because it's, it's been a while since, you know, I just actually just relaxed, you know, cause especially as a rookie. Mm. And, uh, you know, they, they literally just said, like, dude, don't even think about football for a couple weeks. Don't even lift. Like, don't just completely unwind, relax, enjoy family time, enjoy time off. Um, so I've been I've been just trying to take in their advice. You know, guys that have been playing in the league nine, ten years, they, they know a little better than me. So... Um, I'm trying to put my, you know, kind of like ego aside and thinking like, okay, I need a lift, you know, a week after, like, I need to get back on it, like get going. So I'm definitely trying to take the smart approach. Yep. Take, taking those vets advice. That's super cool, man. KJ brought it up earlier and this is just something I want you to kind of expand on. But last year when you were on the Ike Badgers podcast, we talked about how when you were 
a kid and you were growing up in school that you wrote down that you wanted to be a pro football player and that other people kind of laughed at that aspiration. But you've now achieved that dream and you've reached not only pro footballer, but you've become Super Bowl champion. So, Leo, what advice do you have for all the young kids in the small towns, like playing football with a dream to win a Super Bowl? And what would you say to those kids? Um, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of like obvious to me what I would say. It's like, you know, never, never think it's not possible. Um, you know, never, never focus on that negative. You know, if anybody else is trying to like bring that down, just always focus on like what you believe in what you want to do. Cause at the end of the day, like if you, if you love what you're doing and you do it, like no, nobody, nobody's going to take that from you. Um, and you just like, you know, focus on that day by day. And, um, cause I never really, um, like I said that, like, I want to be a football player or NFL player. I want to do this, but I never really like truly believed in myself. Like, and I never really believed I could do it until, you know, I started having that success, success in college. But, um, I just took it day by day. I loved football. That's like, I didn't, you know, do anything like socially. And I was just kind of like that. I, I was like in that inner shell, but you know, I just took everything day by day. And like, eventually like it came, um, you know, I was blessed by God to be in this moment. And, you know, he granted that to me, um, you know, and it eventually came. So, um, Absolutely. Just yeah, just never have that doubt. Just take it day by day and, and love what you do. Dream big, dream big. So what's next for Leo Chanel? You kind of touched on this, but like, what are your plans this off season? Any specifics you want to work on? Uh, you know, taking a vacation. Are you taking a vacation anytime soon? Where are you going? Uh, you, you mentioned your wife's pregnant. Um, could you just talk about like what's next for Leo Chanel? Yeah. So um, the baby girl is, you know, priority number one, a bigger deal than a Super Bowl ring, a uh, much bigger deal. You know, it's so special. Dad of the uh, year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing, too. But, uh, you know, she's coming in the next, you know, in the next within the next two months. So um, that's going to be a, definitely a, a highlight for me. Um, so, I mean, I, we can't really go on vacation right now. It's kind of getting late and you just want to play it safe. But, um, you know, spending time with family is my vacation. Like, to be honest, like I'm, we're both like huge, you know, homebodies or whatever you call it. Like we love just spending time with family and I'm fine with that. Like I don't need to go on some fancy vacation. Um, but, you know, it's it's again like relaxing, taking time off. And, you know, once that once once that time is up, then, you know, right back to it, ease myself and, you know, get back into shape um you know start start sharp myself mentally um trying to take like you know approaches from different guys i've been talking to different guys like hey what's worked for you and that's that's kind of the nice thing being able to you know have teammates at the highest level that have been in the league for 10 years 10 plus years and say like hey what's worked for you dude like you you accomplished like that longevity like what's worked for you so that's definitely nice having a resource like got you know guys like carlos dunlap he's been he's been really like helpful um you know to all the younger guys um you know he's been in the league and you know he's been successful um so just trying to take from every guy and just learn and um, ease myself back into it and then get back at like a high level of training that is incredible i think you know Dunlap's advice will be very valuable so Leo where are you actually right now and if you're home like have you have you been home since winning the Super Bowl or are you still in Kansas City um I, yeah I went back home on like that Friday um after okay Bowl, so yeah I, I've been I've just been home and just enjoying the time so what, what, with my brothers yeah, and what, wife and it's been really nice what was that feeling driving back to your hometown, a Super Cha Super Bowl champion? Like, do you maybe just want to take us through like that moment? Like, kind of, were you driving? Was John driving? 
how, how was that? Was your dad driving? <laughs> yeah, no, I was driving. It was just me and my wife. Everybody else, you know, flew back from Arizona. But, um, yeah, we were driving, and, um, you know, we just got that whole car ride to talk and just talk about the year and how much it's been. And, you know, although it's all been good, you know, it's like it's all been a lot. So, like, you know, look at what we have accomplished. Look like what's coming up soon. And, um, you know, now we just get to relax and unwind. And But at the same time, like, we get to go back and celebrate with our families. Like, this is an accomplishment for all of us. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to it. Imagine. Man, a hey, real quick one, and then I got a follow-up. Uh, you know, you're not really a super flashy guy, right? But did you, did you uh, by chance, like, just, you know, get a nice truck now that you're at the NFL or something like that? Like, a, like a, just a, a purchase for Leo Chanel? Um, you know, I, I did get my wife like a nice, like BMW, um, I think, yeah, the X five styling, I had to spoil her a little bit. And then while we're at the dealership, she's like, Oh, you should get a better car. (laughs) (laughs) I was just fine with, you know, the old one, but you know, I guess we're a quote unquote BMW family, whatever that means. We're automatically like stuck up or something, I guess, but no, no, just kidding. But yeah, no, I, I did get, um, those two cars and, um other than that you know i can't think of any other big purchase besides the house leo um another follow-up question real quick are you do you still wear the whoop i remember last year we talked about the whoop and like i've seen them everywhere now um i i i was wearing it all the time um i kind of lost like the charger to it i just ordered a new charger within the past couple weeks but um i've been using like the sleep number bed which is tracking my my sleep and stuff just as well so um i kind of like the whoop though but because it tracks like activity and exertion as well so i definitely got to get that back on yeah interesting because i didn't know what it was last year but now i i just you know a bunch of people in my life are also wearing them um so i want to ask you real quick because Paul, Chris, Jim Leonard, obviously they, they made a huge impact on who you are today. And I know you have like the utmost uh, appreciation and respect for them, um, as do we. At the same time, you know, the Wisconsin standard is one of excellence and it's one where Super Bowls are possible. NFL dreams are possible. You know, I think winning a national championship is possible. So, like, do you have any thoughts about uh, Luke Fickle, man? He's, he's got some really exciting stuff going on in Madison. Yeah, um, I actually talked to Brian Cook. Um, you know, he played um, at Cincinnati for Coach Fickle, and oh. just like asked him about you know Coach Fickle, and he's like, dude, he's a he's a really good dude. <laughs> he's a really good coach, and you know, not, without getting in any like specifics, um, but you know, as I've heard, like he great family man. Um, you know, he's gonna fit right in, and you know what I've seen so far, like it's a lot of buzz, and you know, a lot of guys are excited about where it's going. Um, coach Chris was a great coach. All the every player loved him like there was you know no nobody you know hating on him at all but you know people are definitely excited about where it's going for sure absolutely and we're very excited too it's been an absolute pleasure on the pod today leo we want to wrap up with our you know favorite question which is how are you doing as the person and uh, i guess how's the family doing yeah i appreciate that um you know I'm, i'm doing great you know like i said in the beginning like um I've never ended a season with a win, you know, besides a bowl game win, which, you know, (laughs) you can, but, you know, ending a season with a win and ending like, you know, content, like not content necessarily like individually, you always want to be better, but content, like, dude, we accomplished the peak of the peak of the peak of football. Um, So like, I can't ask for any more right now. And 
um, you know, I'm just I'm just really excited for the the future and to to grow, you know, individually and excited, you know, to raise a family. Right now, it's coming up soon, um, so I'm doing great. Like I have no complaints. I'm blessed, um, and you know, the family's doing great. Um, you know, it's just it's great getting that like quality time with them after season, and uh, yeah, no complaints on our end. We're we're feeling blessed. It's super, super special for us That's to have special. you on today, man. And then we feel very blessed to have you join us. And so we just want to say thank you so much. Uh, this has been another amazing episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. Make sure, Badgers fans, to text it to a friend, text it to another Badgers friend, uh, another Badgers fan. And let's keep connecting and expanding the community. We really appreciate you. If you want to help the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's the number one way you can do so. It's all love. We will talk again real soon. KJ, thanks for coming on as well. As always, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin forever. Thanks, Leo. Yeah, thank you, guys. On Wisconsin. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. If you like the show, please tell a friend or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's the number one way you can help us grow. Thank you again for listening. And as always, go Big Red Badges. Here we are yet again. University Street. Yeah, Dayton's where we eat. Yeah, Camp Randall. Get loud, yeah, get proud. Yeah, get loud, yeah, get proud. Oh, Wisconsin.
saw you in my dreams before I came here. I will keep you in my dreams when I leave here. I won't forget you, no, no. I won't forget you. You're like one of a kind, and my eyes light up when I think about you. I won't forget you. Life goes on and on and on. You.